This is Lori Forrester, the wine coach with The Sipping Point, and I'm totally pumped for our next guest. We have Duff Goldman, ace of cakes. Really, he doesn't require much introduction because you have to be living under a rock if you haven't heard of Duff and ace of cakes. And we're all excited to have you with us today, Duff. I'm happy to be here. Uh, You know, I was looking at your background and I thought there's so much amazing stuff here. But seriously, how does it feel to be a household name? I mean, I really don't even need to say that much. People know your show from the Food Network. They love it. Um, I put it out on Facebook that you were going to be with us today. And people had tons of questions and a lot of excitement. How does that feel? It's it's honestly it's really humbling, you know. It's uh, it's amazing that like you know here's this thing that I love. You know, I love to bake. Uh, I've been cooking and baking, you know, as a job since I was 14 years old. And you know, th- now that you know it's become like oh well, you know, like we're making a cake. Let's ask Duff, you know, what he thinks. You know, it's just such a it's such an amazing. I don't know. It's it's very existential. Ugh. In a way, because you just sort of like, you know what I mean? You're like, wow, is this real? Is this really me? <laughs> Every day. And and the thing is, you know, contrary to popular opinion, you never get used to it. Wow. And you, you started. You know, it's just, it's always amazing, you know? You started cooking, it says, at the age of four and <laughs> professionally at 14. And you had a lot of your family background, I guess, that kind of gave you this passion for cooking is is that something that uh that you kind of counsel others who are trying to get in is to really start at home um it's not really starting at home but i definitely make sure that people have that passion because people that you know they they see the food network and they they they're like oh i want to do that for a living well you know the reality of it is is that you know being a professional chef is not glamorous. It's mm-hmm. not sexy. It's not uh, it's for the faint of heart. It's a really, really, really tough career path. And um, even you know, once you get on TV and start doing something like this, I mean, that's you know, one percent of one percent of one percent of people actually end up doing something on television. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's like you know, I definitely won the lottery. And uh, <laughs> but it, but it never gets easier. Right. And um, it's a very, very, very tough job, and it's a job that that you have to love it because if you don't love it, you're gonna hate it. Yeah. It is work, you know. Like you, right. you got to work. You got to be on your feet ten, twelve, fourteen hours a day. Sometimes, uh, you know, you got to really work hard. You, when everybody else is is partying, that's when you're working the most. So uh, you know, on the weekends, I hear that's you. When you work the most, you know. Well, you're out in L.A., and tell us a little bit about what you have going on out there. You just opened uh, a West Coast, uh, I guess, version of Charm City Cakes, right? Yeah, so we have Charm City Cakes West, which is uh, on right at the corner of Sweetser and Melrose. Um, so I have, like, uh, like Vivian Westwood is down the street. Alexander McQueen is right across the street. Like, all, like, the big designers. Vera Wang is right here. So it's, it's a really cool place to be. And that's where um, you are then, right now, right? Yeah, yeah, that's where I am right now. Um, and then uh, next door to it, I opened up a place called Duff's Cake Mix. And what that is, it's uh, you get to come in, we bake the cake for you, and then we give you all the tools, and you get to decorate the cake. I and love then I have it. a bunch of cake decorators that work there that kind of help people through. Um, I mean, it's really like you know, we want people to decorate their own cakes. I mean, and, and that's 
that's what you do. You sit down, you get cupcakes or you get a cake, and then uh, and then you decorate. And we give you all the tools, we give you instruction, we give you uh, all the fun, and we give you we have an airbrush booth, like anything you you can think of. It's really, really fun. It's really cool. That sounds like a great like girlfriend uh, girls' night out thing to do. It's a totally like it's BYOB. Okay. Yeah, so you know the girls definitely come in and get a little tipsy. It's like we do kids' birthday parties. Um, you know, it's great for families. We just had uh, Jennifer Garner and Ben Affleck just came in, and it was really cute seeing Ben Affleck decorate a cake. <laughs> <laughs> How cool! I love it. Well, you have to get one of those in Baltimore soon too. Then I love it. Oh, we it. will. We will. <laughs> okay. Well, you know, we are here at the time of the holidays, just a few days away now, and I thought maybe you could give us some holiday baking tips. What would be some of your best tips for folks at home who are looking to make some cakes and cookies? What are things that you've learned over the years that are like the chef's secrets? Got any to share? Well, when you're doing it at home, I think there, there's a couple of things you want to do. Is one is keep it simple, right? Don't don't get into like too much like crazy uh, crazy ingredients or trying to do something that's really like uh, you know super I don't know like like just really like way too fancy <laughs> because here's the thing it's the holidays so like when I go home you know I want my mom's apple crisp right right her apple crisp is incredible and like that's all I want like I don't want it to be laced with bacon <laughs> I don't want it to have you know uh, chili peppers and rose scented air bubbles you know what i mean it's right. like like I just, all i want is like like the, the the super simple stuff that i remember from my childhood because the holidays are all about traditions and so you know getting a little too fancy with traditions i just think it's that's a little too much you know it's, it's not what people want you know like for example people are like man you guys must be really busy around christmas and i'm like not really like people don't want a big fancy cake from a big fancy bakery uh on christmas they want pie. They want pumpkin pie. They want apple pie. They want pecan pie. You know, they, they want, like, the, the things that they remember. So that's definitely one thing is keeping it simple. And the other one is get everybody involved. Mm-hmm. Baking, there's a lot of steps to, to baking. And, you know, when people are getting, you know, the house is going to be full of people. You know, people are coming home and, you know, they, uh, it's, it's good to give people something to do so they don't just, like, come home and sit in front of the TV and watch football. You know, like, you know, when, when, when everybody comes home, the kids come home from school or people come from out of town, you know, give people jobs. You know, be like, okay, look, you know, we've got to get all this stuff ready for decorating cookies and uh, we've got to get, you know, all, all of our mise en place. You know, get, we have to get all of our stuff, you know, in, in, uh, ready to go to bake these cookies. And then, uh, and then you have a whole big cookie decorating party with, with the kids, with everybody, mm. and then all of a sudden it really becomes like this holiday thing. I love it. Well, we're going to take a quick break. Hold that thought, okay? And uh, we'll get some more holiday baking tips from you. We're going to be right back. Baltimore's own Duff Goldman, Ace of Cakes on The Sipping Point. Discover the recipe for a delicious life each week on The Sipping Point with Lori Forster, the wine coach, each week, Saturdays at noon on WBAL 1090 AM or at WBAL.com. You're listening to The Sipping Point. I'm Lori Forster, the wine coach, and we're back with Duff from Ace of Cakes. He is calling us from his new L.A. location, and we're talking holiday baking tips. 
And one thing that you said in the last segment, uh, Duff, was about getting the family, especially the kids involved. And why do you think that's so important? Well, it's really important because, you know, like the holidays is a time when, when you know, everybody's scattered, you know, to every direction of the wind. And, uh, you know, in the holidays, we all come back together and we all get to hang out. And um, I think it's really important to get people interacting, especially in the days of like now we have iPhones and everyone's tweeting and Instagramming and, <laughs> True. you know, taking pictures of their feet and thinking of visionary <laughs> poets. And it's just ridiculous you know it's just like you know it's, it's kind of like nice because uh you know people sort of put those things away yes. and they people are just you know it, in in the days of like you know everyone's got a phone and people can't really be away from their phones and stuff and just like you know around the holidays it's nice to put those things down yes. and for everybody to hang out together and talk and be together and really be together I love um, not that. just not just like inhabit the same space but actually interact and uh, cooking is a great way to get everybody involved because your hands are busy, so you can't really be playing around on Twitter when you know you're, <laughs> you're you got you know frosting all over your hands. And uh, and the other thing too is that the kids love it. So if you got little ones, you know, four year olds, five year olds, six year olds, ten year olds, they love to cook. They love to cook. Right. And getting them in the kitchen and getting them involved, it 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 really makes them part of the celebration and it builds memories for them and it's also really fun for you because it is so much fun to decorate with with little kids it is. i love decorating with little kids because little kids like there's no rules they don't care they don't care that like you're not supposed to put pink with you know green or something you know just whatever right. like they just they just totally go to town and they're they're they get really excited about it and even like I mean, I'm out here in L.A., and, like, even some of the most jaded kids I've seen when they come into Cake Mix, like, they absolutely have a blast. And it's so much fun to see that that mass kind of fall away and, and, you know, they actually get really, really excited about it. So getting the kids involved when when you're cooking for the holidays is a really important thing to do. I love that. And I have a nine-year-old, and she does love... She doesn't like to clean, but she loves to cook. So, (laughs) (laughs) good idea. Stick with the comfort desserts that you know from from being a kid and get the kids involved in making or the whole family involved. Um, Those are great tips for the holidays. Have you ever created a cake for any vineyards or or wineries anywhere? Yeah, uh, I have. I actually made a bunch. I did... um when I was in school, uh, I did a bunch of parties for, uh, let's see, ZD Winery. Um, oh, ZD, I, I yep. Made, I made some, uh, uh, I did like three or four different parties at ZD where I did plated desserts. Um, I did one party at Stag's Leap. That was really cool. That place is amazing. No, oh, that's amazing. Um, What's a cake? What what kind of what do you do? What kind of cake do you do for a winery? Do you? Well, those weren't cakes. Those were actually like plated desserts. Like they okay. were having a function at the at the the Sweet. winery, and what they would do is they'd come to the culinary school and ask the teachers, like, "Hey, do some of the kids want to come and work? You know, these parties?" And you know, I, I'd already been working in the industry for so long, and a lot of times the, the teachers would just let me like for a day or two prep for the party and then just go and then plate dessert for, you know, 30, 40, 50 people. Cause the, the school was attached to wine spectator. Mm-hmm. And so like, it was good for the school to be doing all this stuff. It was kind of like good diplomatic relations with the wine community. Sure. And because I was already like, you know, not tooting my own horn, but I was pretty awesome at what I did. Um, <laughs> they, they were just like, Hey, just send off and let them go do these parties. So like the, yeah, like the stag sleep one was great. Um, I did one at Coppola's. 
Nice. Uh, it was, which was really cool. That's when all the stuff was there, like the car from Tucker, and he had the desk from Godfather was there. I did the parties there. Um, i trying to think if I've ever made a cake for a winery. There's one, yeah, you know, there's a winery in Maryland that Jeff from, from the shop, the executive chef out in Baltimore, uh, his older brother got married at a winery in like kind of north, north, north of, north, north of the city. Mm. And oh, it was beautiful cake. Was oh, really, that's really nice. awesome. And then yeah. someone asked if you ever make, this might be controversial, gluten-free cakes. Is that? Absolutely. No, there's nothing controversial about it, man. It's great. You know, there's, uh, you know, more and more people are finding that, um, you know, their health is, is affected by gluten. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, some people can process it and some people can't. And I think that, you know, we're learning more about it. I think it's, it's, it's on the rise. I mean, you talk to, to anybody in the food service industry. You know, they'll tell you that, uh, you know, gluten-free is something that you just have to know how to do now, where five years ago, most people hadn't even heard of it. It's, it's definitely not controversial at all. It's, it's, it's one of those things that, um, you know, as we learn more about what gluten can do to people, um, you know, more and more people are asking for gluten-free cakes. You know, and, it's, and there's also all these weird diets that people are on. There's like the paleo diet. Right. Where they like, they eat like cavemen. I don't know. I was like, I think I was watching a like Real Housewives of Beverly Hills or something, and one of them was like, "Oh, I'm on the Paleo diet. Uh, are these Fritos on the Paleo diet?" Like she was like eating Fritos and was like, set, like like justifying the Fritos that like that was okay because she thought they were on the Paleo diet. I'm like, I'm pretty wow. sure like if you were Paleolithic. Yes. You didn't have Fritos. <laughs> I'm Come so on. glad that I'm not the only one watching those shows. That's my guilty little pleasure, too. And these gluten-free cakes taste great. They still taste great, Our right? gluten-free chocolate, don't tell anyone, is better than our regular chocolate. Ooh. <laughs> uh, we our have... gluten-free chocolate is so good. Oh, I love it. I love it. All yeah. right, so that, that's, that gives people hope that they can still have their great desserts and be gluten-free. You totally can. I mean, here's the thing is that as more and more people are requesting it, more and more chefs are going to be working with it. The more chefs that work with it, the more things that we're going to figure out as a, as a culture of people, you know, as a, as, a, as a guild of craftsmen, right? We're going to figure out how to make better and better gluten-free things and better and better vegan things. And, um, you know, there's, there's so many different uh, you know, variations on stuff that you have to know how to do now. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're learning how to keep our kitchen safer. Uh, we're learning how to keep our pans. You know, we have we have pans that we only use for gluten free. We have pans we only use for vegan. Okay. You know, with it, and you know, there's just there's just ways that there's there's things that we as chefs are learning that really help people that are trying to either eat gluten free or eat vegan or nut free or you know whatever it's going to be. Mm-hmm. Um, they they can actually go out and actually have a have a real. Uh, you know, culinary life now, you know, because before it was like, you know, I'm allergic to peanuts, I can't eat anything. And now like people are, are, you know, they know how to write a menu and say, look, you know, there's, there's no peanuts here. There's no this. Right. That's fabulous. One more question. And this one's from me. What would be the one cake you made that you think was the most fun to create? (gasps) Um, <laughs> it's kind of like when people ask me what's the what's my favorite wine. It might be right. hard to answer, but I, I think okay, I, I I would have to get um Mark Hamill involved. He played he played Luke Skywalker. Oh, oh yeah. Okay, so it would be a life-size 
Fonton, which is the, that that little the creature that they rode around in the snow on. Okay. In Empire Strikes Back. Okay, so we do a life size Tauntaun, but he'd be like laying on his side, like dead, you know. <laughs> and then we we like fill the belly up with like fruit roll up uh, oh. intestines, you know. Oh. And then like, and then Mark Hamill would have to lay there, and then I would, and we'd have to do this at Comic Con in, in San Diego, right? Wow. And then what I'd do is I'd cut open the belly, all the intestines would would slide out, and then I'd have to shove Mark Hamill into it, and then we'd cut up the cake and eat it. <laughs> Man, you have a good imagination. I love it. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Oh, this has been so much fun. I know if people want to get in touch with you uh, and get you to make a cake, all they need to do is go to charmcitycakes.com, correct? Yep, charmcitycakes.com and charmcitycakeswest.com. Fabulous. Thank you so much for being on the show today, Duff. This was really fun. Thanks for having me.